Hi, and welcome back to Dating Funnies. And I'm going to do my very best each week to at least share one funny story, together with some of my thoughts on dating in general. And hopefully, as a listener, you'll come to appreciate my sense of humor and my thought process on this crazy thing we call dating. I uh, found it interesting listening to uh, a show today about uh, a new app that's come out that tries to limit people's choices because uh, as one person once said when we have too many choices we tend not to make one because we're afraid that we're going to make the wrong one and so therefore with Bumble and Tinder and all the other dating platforms we just hurry up and move from one person to the next to the next to the next hoping that all of a sudden it's just going to hit us over the head the one is going to just be right there magically sadly that doesn't doesn't really happen but nonetheless uh, it kind of seems to be the way we're doing dating these days and it's very challenging for men and women at all ages uh, and all sexes doesn't matter where you came from whether you came from Europe Asia South America we all have the same challenges so with that said, let me share with you a little story. And once again, if you've heard a previous podcast of mine, you know that I tend to like to want to date someone that's close to home. Who doesn't? Especially here in Seattle, uh, where traffic is just very, very challenging and problematic. Uh, and it starts about midday and doesn't end about 7 o'clock at night. So trying to meet and date someone... Uh, that's an hour or two hours away for me is a challenge. I mean, can you imagine talking to somebody and saying, hey, let's get together for happy hour and then go see a movie? And the response is, great, let's do it. I'll be there in two hours. I'll be there in three hours. Heck, by the time I get there or you get here, I'll forget why we're even getting together. Not really, but you kind of get the gist of that. So with that said, I met a a lady online chatting for about a week and we decided to, to meet she lived at about oh I don't know on a good day maybe 30 minutes away south of the Bellevue Seattle area in Washington on a typical day it's a good hour plus commute it was a Friday afternoon and I thought well I, I need to take care of some business down there so I'll go ahead and meet her and so we agreed to meet and my preference is always to meet people for a cup of coffee I've been on so many wine dates that I don't want to do them anymore because one glass of wine turns into two, turns into three turns into dinner turns into I never hear from them again and a lot of times I don't even get a thank you so in my opinion meeting for a casual cup of coffee just to kind of meet someone for the first time get a sense about each other and then if we're excited about seeing one another then we'll set up a something to do an activity maybe it's a wine date but I'm not a big fan of them and here's a classic example why I'm not I go down south I'm waiting for this lady at agreed upon Starbucks location she shows up she walks in she's wearing a nice yellow windbreaker type jacket and in her arms is a cute little dog and he too has a jacket on that matches her jacket which I thought was interesting 
as we get to talking a little bit, she tells me that her dog is her therapy dog. Now that should have been my first red flag. But, you know, I drove all the way down there. I'll give it a little bit more time and consideration. She says to me, hey, you know, I really don't want to do the coffee thing. Can we go get a glass of wine? So I kind of shared with her again my opinion on the coffee first meet and greets. But she asked again, and I thought, why not? It's a Friday afternoon, happy hour time. I said, sure, where would you like to go? And she says, well, there's a place down this street over here. We could go there. Okay, well, I'll follow you there. She goes, oh, I walked here. Can we ride with you? Now, I've never met this lady before in my life. And if you heard some of my previous podcasts, I'm in sales, so I'm always eager to meet people, talk to people. I come from a place to where I want to be safe. I want to make sure the people I'm with feel safe uh, so that so I don't approach things or meeting people with fear because I've never had to worry about that. So I say, well, are we going to walk there? She goes, no, we'll just ride with you. Okay, are you okay with that? She goes, yeah, I am if you are. Okay, why not? What are we going to do with your dog? Well, we'll just take the dog with us. Okay. So we climb into my car. She puts the dog in the back seat. We drive about two blocks to a neighborhood bar. As we're getting ready to go on, she's, I say, what was the dog coming in with us too? And she goes, no, the dog would just stay in the cars. So I kind of rolled down the windows a little bit. It's kind of a warm day. I didn't want the dog to be suffering in the car, even though I presently am not a dog owner. Uh, so we went inside. And she wanted a certain type of red wine to drink. So I asked the server, and they said, no, we don't have this, but we have this. So I asked the server to bring us a taste, and they said, well, we're not going to open it unless you agree to buy a glass. And I asked them, well, how much is a bottle? And surprisingly enough, the bottle was the same price as I'd find at a local store. So obviously they didn't have their pricing uh in place like most restaurants where it's almost double the price of what you'd pay for it at the store if you can get a particular wine at a local store. Went ahead, bought the bottle. I figured we'd each have a couple of glasses because there's about four par pours in a bottle of wine. So made sure that she got her small pour first to make sure the wine that was acceptable to her, and it was. So they poured her a glass, they poured me a glass. We get to talking, and I'm drinking my glass, and she drank her glass, and then had another glass. Yet, she finished the rest of the bottle while I had my one glass. So, she's a little friendlier after those three glasses of wine. And she excused herself to go to the restroom. She came back, and she's very friendly, and wanted to be touchy-feely, and I'm like treading with caution. I'm not... I'm not one of those people that are just eager, let's have drinks, let's find a place where we can go and be private. I'm trying to actually meet someone in hopes that we'll date and develop uh, a dating relationship is what I'm trying for. So my mindset is, is so different than probably maybe a lot of people's mindsets. I know there's a lot of people that love the idea of what they call hookups, just meet somebody and hook up. That's just not my style. Might be yours, but it's it doesn't doesn't appeal to me. So she then says to me, "Hey, I'm really hungry." 
I said, great, let's get a menu here and let's take a look and see what they have on the menu. She goes, oh no, I don't want to eat here. Can we go someplace else? I'm like, okay, well, where would you like to go? She goes, I don't know. So I remembered the place is about a mile away and I said, let's, let's go there. Great. So we pay the bill, go back on the car, dog's doing fine. We drive to the new location, park, leave the dog in the car, keep the windows rolled down. We go inside a nice upscale restaurant. I order us some clams, some bread, some appetizers, get some food in us, and I order my standby drink, which is a Jack and Coke. And whenever I go out and meet with anyone, and if I'm drinking, I always limit my drinks to two. I have two drinks and I'm done. I don't drink and drive. Even that's pushing it, but I seem to be okay with that and my tolerance level, so I'm functional, but I always limit it to two. She orders herself a mojito and a wine chaser, a glass of white Chablis. Or she could have ordered the white glass and the wine and then the mojito chaser, however you want to spin that. And I, so I took note of that because I'm not a big fan of people that overdrink. I grew up with a family with addictions, and so that's not my choice of being addicted to anything. I work more than I play, and I guess that's my addiction is work. We get to chat and get to talk to one another, and we seem to be having a reasonably good time. And then she finishes those two drinks, and she orders another glass of white wine and a mojito chaser. Whoa, I'm thinking, holy cow. So then she leans across the table and says to me, you're never going to see me again, are you? I'm like, well, it's too early to tell. I'm just still getting to know you. You know, you seem like you're a nice lady. You seem like somebody I'd want to hang out with. And she starts screaming at me, saying, what a jerk I am. How dare I take her out with no intentions of wanting to see her again. So finally, we worked through it, tried to get her to lower her voice. By then, the wait staff has come over to check in on us to see how everything is. We get past that, and she starts yelling and screaming at me again about what a loser I am. And this isn't nice to take somebody out with no intentions of seeing them again. So we finally worked through that. I pay the bill. We leave the restaurant as we're walking down the park lot. Once again, she stops me, tells me how much she really likes me, really wants to be with me, and she can't understand why I don't want to see her again. And I reassured her. I said, look, you're a nice lady. I'm not saying I won't see you again. And I said, but let's go check in on your dog and make sure he's okay. By then, people in the park lot are kind of looking at us, wondering what is going on. Get her in the car, and I said, hey, look, I've got to get back to work. i got some things i got to do. You want me to take you back to Starbucks? You want me to drop you off at your place? And she says, no, go down here. So I go down. I work, Where to now? She goes, turn left. I go left. She goes, turn right. We stop in a, a little retail shopping center. I said, well, what are we doing here? She says, well, let's park the car. We'll go inside and get another drink. I said, no, I'm done drinking for the day. I'm not having any more drinks. She goes, well... Can you give me $25 then? I said, for what? So I can go in and get a couple of drinks. I said, no, I'm not giving you $25. She starts yelling at me again, what a jerk I am. I'm cheap. You know, she knew it. She knew that I, she'd never see me again. As she's yelling at me, I say to her, hey, look, your dog is getting nervous in the back seat. Why don't you get out and check on your dog? So she gets out. She leaves the passenger door wide open opens up the back door for the chicken and the dog, takes the dog out of the car, and I say, hey, could you shut 
the rear passenger door. She does, and I say, hey, could you shut the driver, the, the passenger side in the front? And she does. And I just drive away. Don't say anything to her, I just leave. I was like, no, I am not doing this. I couldn't get home fast enough to get on the dating site to block her from emailing me. Called some of my friends on the way home and they're like, I'm saying, hey, you're not gonna believe what just happened to me. And they're like, no way, you're just making that up. I couldn't make this stuff up. So, yeah, we all have to be cautious about who we see. I think we need to be a little bit more respectful of the people we're seeing because we're meeting them for the first time. And I think it's far-reaching expectations to think you're going to find the one after one cup of coffee or after a couple of glasses of wine. One of the things I've learned about meeting people on wine is they might be excited about you at first, but once the alcohol wears off or if they have better opportunities when they get home, they're going to drop you. So why not approach it a little bit more casual, laid back, do an activity, walk along the waterfront, walk through a bookstore, have a cup of coffee, get to know one another. She was the one that really tipped the scale on no more wine dates. This is crazy. Shouldn't have to have these kind of situations. So there's my funny for the week. It seemed funny after the fact. It seemed so funny at the time because I was thinking, oh my gosh, how am I going to get out of this? And I don't want to have to put up with all this behavior, but I don't want to be a jerk either. But I guess in the end, I turned out to be a jerk only because I needed to get away. I needed to escape uh, what was going on around me. So you guys have a great week. Enjoy your dates. If you have your own personal dating stories you'd like to share and you'd like me to share with the audience that I have, feel free to email me your story. And I can either say who it's from or not. You don't have to disclose who you are. But you can email it to datingfunnies, D-A-T-I-N-G-F-U-N-N-I-E-S at gmail.com. I'll respond let you know that I got the email. And then I'll also let you know when your story will be shared with my podcast audience. Have a great week. Be nice to yourself and be nice to everyone else.